The following is a production of Different Brains. Visit us at differentbrains.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. Today we have my friend Kong Do. And Kong has a great background. He's like the president of the global strategy for Samsung or some such title. I'm probably getting them all mixed up. He does so much for so many. He's on the board of Autism Speak. He's helping people everywhere. And he took time out of his busy schedule to join us. And I'm going to let you introduce yourself properly. Kong, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Haki, for having me um, today. Great to be with you. Um, I'm Kong Do. Um, my day job is I do lead the global strategy group for Samsung. Um, but nights, weekends, and any other time during the day, I, do, I spend much of my time with philanthropic activities. M most of it is in autism. So I do serve on the board of Autism Speaks um, and having been associated with the organization from the very beginning um, since its founding. Um, I helped started a school here in New Jersey called Celebrate the Children. Um, right now, we have about 140 students with special needs going through the school. Um, helped start a Perfectum Foundation, which is um, focused on training clinicians and parents on how to work with autistic kids. And I also serve on the um, advisory board for the F Florida International University's um, Embrace Program, which is their program for autistic adults and, um, and students, among wow. other things. <laughs> Well, you take my breath away, and I'm really honored to be talking to you. Uh, keep up the great work. Uh, tell us how you got into all of this, Kong. Um, I think like most others, it's through our children. My son was diagnosed when he was about two, and my, my wife and I were like your typical parent. Um, when you get um, handed that diagnosis, we were deers in the headlight. We didn't know what to do. And so we started looking around, reading everything we can, going and meeting everybody that we can. And so that was 14 years ago. So that's how we got started to this. And uh, along the way, our approach is anything that we want to do for Benjamin, we would never do just for Benjamin. Anything we want to do for him, we would have to do it and make it available to the broader community and try to help as many people as we can. What a wonderful mantra. Then you developed Identifor. You want to explain to our audience what that is? Sure. The context for Identifor is it starts with my work of Autism Speaks. And through that work, I kind of have a sense of what's available to the community um, broadly through all the different organizations out there. But equally important, I have a sense of what's not available. Right? And the biggest challenge when we were looking at this problem back in 2014 is what happens to when a student graduates from high school and then starts to age out. But the reality back then, as it still is today, four years later, five years later, is that once somebody leaves school, um, they fall off a cliff, right? There is absolutely no support services um, available for those, those individuals anymore. And as a result, um, the vast majority of these individuals then go on to be unemployed. In fact, 80-ish percent of autistic adults now are unemployed. The vast majority are stuck without transportation, housing, and so forth. So they're essentially hanging, hanging out with mom and dad. And so to me, this is a lost life, right? Versus a, a world I believe can happen is that many autistic individuals have very, very talented 
gifts in certain areas. So the question is, how do you uncover those gifts, especially when they're in high school, and then help parents and educators understand what those talents and abilities are so then you can start pointing them in a certain particular direction, right? And so when I talk about talents and abilities, I mean things such as ability to use your body like an athlete or a dancer, the ability to see things, right, that others can't, right? Such as when we play Where's Waldo or when you look at two pictures and see the differences. I mean things such as do you have perfect pitch, right? And so these are things that go well beyond what schools typically um, look at, right? And so I want to uncover and help parents stumble upon these talents that their children have so that once you kind of have a sense of what those talents are, you then can start pointing and building upon it, right? And then try to give a child the, um, that's becoming an adult something to build upon and hopefully will lead to a meaningful job and a meaningful life, right? That's how Identifor got started, was to help identify abilities and interests of these um, young adults. Identify abilities and interests. Yes. And the chapter I have in Asper Tools is harnessing the hyper interests. And as your friend Stephen Shore says, let's focus on the positive. I totally believe in that, right? Stephen and I are good friends. We see completely eye to eye on many of this, right? So unlike a typical school approach, um, dealing with autistic individuals and just assessing them using the required curriculum, right? Often um, parents will get a report card from school saying, your child's in the bottom decile of math or English, whatever it is, versus getting a report that says, did you know that your child is among the top 10 percentile of those who have visual spatial skills, right? And if you have visual spatial skills, that then could be trained and used in lots of different ways. In Israel, for example, the Israeli Defense Force goes out of its way to find autistic adults and train them on how to read aerial reconnaissance photos, right? Here are the before and here are the after photos. If they can you spot the difference, right? And that exact thing can be used in the US, for example, where there's dramatic shortage of air traffic controllers or lots of these kinds of jobs where it takes concentration and it takes the ability to recognize visual cues. Many autistic individuals have those amazing visual spatial skills that go completely unrecognized in schools with the way the assessments are done today. And based upon work out of Harvard by um, um, a team up there, they basically say there are eight innate human abilities Right? And what we want to do is surface or uncover which ones of those eight abilities that many of our artistic individuals have so that you can start to focus on them, build on the strengths. You don't happen to know the eight of them offhand, do you? Not to put you on the spot. Sure, the eight include, um, we've been talking about visual spatial skills. It could be bodily kinesthetic abilities, right? So how do you use your body? It could be musical skills. Of course, there is linguistic skills, which schools do look at, right? English skills and so forth. There is logical um, skills, right? So math and logic. There is interpersonal skills, right? So think of your 
great politician who's just able to it to relate to everybody. So a people person. There is intrapersonal skills, right? So your ability to know yourself and what is um, possible. And the eighth one escapes me right now. Well, and you've touched upon them that our present system of education with one size fits all is lucky if it looks at half of those, really. That's correct. So that's unfortunately much of education and even the whole concept of the, an IQ score is very, very limited. I do not believe in an IQ score, right, as a measurement of a person's ability, because it only looks at a few areas. I believe you need to look at all of these different arenas. And that's what we try to do at Identifor, is that we created a battery of games. We have dozens of games um, that these young adults can play. Games, because I know I can get kids and young adults to play games all day long, right? And by playing those games, we, we design them to collect information, all kinds of information behind the scenes, right? So we can see how quickly you see things, how you make decisions and so forth. And by analyzing that data, we then create a dashboard for parents and educators who then help them understand what this individual is really good at, right? So those are the strengths, but we can also point out weaknesses so that parents and educators can make an informed decision on whether or not you still want to work on the weaknesses to bring them up, or you say just, you know, that is just something that is just not worth our time trying to really build upon, and it's much better to focus on the strengths. Now, if we, if we translate that, that should be for the educational system, now let's transition to the employment system, which likewise, in many instances, has a one-size-fits-all strategy. My feeling is, in the employment arena or the big company arena, we can appeal to the profit motive, which is harder to do in the educational component. Uh, for instance, uh, one of your buddies, Jose Velasco from SAP, uh, we were on a panel together once, a transitions panel, and he said, Hacky, this is not a social welfare thing. This is a business transition. Could you elaborate a little bit about how businesses can profit themselves from this approach? Well, the exact thing applies, right? So businesses are looking for people who have certain skills. If you were Jose at SAP, you're looking for someone who can help debug software and do certain logical things, right? And so you want to very quickly identify those individuals who have one, attention span, right? The attention to details, and two, who have certain logical abilities so that you can test, see how things work. And if it doesn't work, you can start to identify why it doesn't work, right? So we can very quickly help SAP identify those individuals and not necessarily and avoid SAP going to find someone who has musical abilities but not logic skills. And let, and let me take this opportunity to stress to our Different Brains audience, this is not strictly, quote, autism. This is all of our brains are different and people have different strengths and different weaknesses. So when we talk about identifor, identifying for anybody, your strengths, your weaknesses, what you're good at, 
and what you may not even realize might be a real, real selling point. Do I have that right, Kong? Uh, absolutely, right? You know, what's interesting is as we did, when we started this journey, we did start it with the autism community in mind. But very early on, within the first month or two, every single parent, every single adult that we spoke to basically told us, please don't limit this to the autistic community because it can help every one of our children, right? And so as a result of that, our wildest dream is that this will be used someday by every high school with every high school student. Because right now, if you think about it, the normal assessments that are done in high school is really the SAT, right? Or the ACT, which is geared towards college entrance. But the reality is not everybody should go to college, right? There are great musicians that you would want to go to a conservatory or a dancer who should go on to a conservatory or those who frankly have no academic interest but love to tinker with things with their hands, right? And they probably should go to a different kind of post-secondary education and job, right? Not everybody should go on to college and get a liberal arts degree or an engineering degree, whatever it is. Right? And so by understanding which of these eight abilities you are really strong at, you can help really um, explore what really makes, turns you on and would give you a meaningful, fulfilling life. Why don't we shift gears now and go to the Profectum Foundation. We'll leave Identifor, although I'd love to talk more about that. And let's go to tell us about the Profectum Foundation. Perfectum really started because I was concerned about the limited access parents and educators and clinicians have to getting the proper training or the appropriate training on how to work with autistic individuals. If you think about it, the model for training has always been you physically gather at some place and then you listen to, you practice with some expert that would come to that physical location and that's how you learn, which is great if you, happens, if you happen to live in these metropolitan areas that have those training um, facilities. But what if you live outside of those major cities that have the experts, right? What if you live in rural areas? What if you live outside the U.S. in places where there, there are limited access to experts? You're out of luck. And that to me just didn't feel right, especially in today's age when technology makes things much more accessible. So Perfectum, what we do is instead of making training a physical thing, we create webcasts. Our training programs are all based upon students. Most of these are clinicians and parents um, watching webcasts. Right. And through our certification program, if you're a student in our certification program, for over the course of a year, you watch a webcast a week. Once a week, you get on a Skype call, essentially a video conference with your faculty leader and those that are in your classes. And then that's how you have the conversations at first over the course, first half of the year, the course. It is much more about imparting ideas and knowledge and ways of working with individuals. And the latter part of the course, it's then the students 
filming themselves applying what they've learned to their children, to their clients, to the other um, individuals that they're working with, sharing it with the class and then getting critiqued and getting pointers on how to improve, right? And so this essentially makes access to training much more widely available. Right. And as of now, over half the people we train through Perfectum are outside the U.S., right? And then probably two-thirds are outside of a metropolitan area. Are they all English-speaking? No, they're not. We started with only English-speaking, but um, we now have a large group in Argentina, for example, that have been translating the materials into Spanish and conducting the training programs in Spanish. And how do you get them translated? To be honest, I leave it to the pros. So the, the actual uh, faculty members who are teaching this stuff, they take the materials, they translate it into Spanish because they're native Spanish, Spanish speakers. What a novel idea, leaving it to the pros. Huh? <laughs> um, so let's say our audience here, they want to get into some of these great programs and everything. How do they go about it? Sure. At Perfectum, it's easy. Just go to perfectum.org, right? And the easiest starting point is if you're a parent, we have something called the um, the PPT. I forget what it's called. The, it's the Parent Training Program, essentially. It's, again, for the absorbent price of free, you can sign up and get access to all of these webcasts that are specifically designed um, for parents that will start from childhood, right? So when you're diagnosed at a, at a very early age, all the way through to adult, addressing issues with adults. So there is something there for everyone, right? If you're a parent, if you're a clinician, or if you're an educator, look through the different training programs that we have there to see if this could help you work with your children, with your clients and so forth. So perfectum.org. How does our audience learn more about you? I know there was a long time you were trying to fly beneath the radar completely, but with all you're doing, that's impossible. How does our audience get in touch with you? How do they learn more about you? Well, they can learn more about me. Um, I guess go to LinkedIn and look up my name, Kong Do. Right. Or probably the easiest way is just go to identifor.com. That's I D E N. T-I-F-O-R.com and just or perfectum.org and just go under about, right? And there's more about me there. I'd like to now shift gears to tell us about the school that you're so involved with and how a bit how that came to be. And that might be different from some of the other existing schools out there. Celebrate the Children is a school that currently resides in Denville, New Jersey. It's unlike any other school I've seen or visited, right? Um, if you go back to a long ago issue of Time Magazine, it was the cover story for a Time Magazine article um, as well. And one thing you'll notice about the school when you walk in is that it's rather loud and active, right? The entire approach of our school is we don't make it a school. We tailor the experiences for each child, right? So if a child can't concentrate sitting at a desk, 
fine, let the child walk around, right? So the whole starting, the whole premise is start where the child is and build from there. Start by engaging with the child. And once you have the child engaged, then you can start to advance and teach him or her something new, right? So that's the entire approach of the school is premised on some, that what we call the DIR FCD model that essentially perfectum um, um, creates and teaches and trains, right? So start where the child is and get the child to engage with you. And once a child starts to engage, you can help that child advance. Right, so that's very different than how most schools operate. Most schools would have a teacher, would have tables and chairs and so forth, and you're expected to kind of sit down, maintain some kind of discipline or silence or whatever it is, and then just listen and participate that way. It, for many of our learners, it just doesn't work that, like that. The one-size-fits-all doesn't work for anything. I know there are reasons for it, but all that you've done is a testament to how we need to harness the hyper-interests. We have to identify the strengths. Yes, we identify some weaknesses and work on them too, but that everybody's different. And we're not just talking about kids. We're talking about adults. We're talking about all of us. Absolutely right. So the theme to everything I've done over the last 15 years as it relates to autism and the related um, special needs um, community is a grounded in the belief that you have to start with the individual, right? And if you can connect with that individual, he then starts to understand what he or she is good at. So that, and once you understand that, you now are set on a path to explore things that um, hopefully will open up a future, right? But then I think the other aspect of this thing too is once you have identified what these things are, once these individuals are now adults, you have to support them with their needs as well, right? Just because you graduated from high school, it doesn't mean that the need for support disappears. I would argue the need for support actually increases because mom, dad, aides are no longer around as they were before, right? And so how do you continually support this person as an individual rather than as some kind of a group therapy or group support, right? And that's why if I can move back to Identifor, the second tool that we created at Identifor is called Companion, right? You can go to the App Store, whether it's Android or um, the Apple App Store, you can search for Identifor Companion and you can download this app. This app was, it took two years to make it. We took two years to go and work with over nearly two dozen organizations around the country that helps autistic adults with challenges they face throughout the day, right? So from the time you get up until the time you go to bed, what are those challenges, right? If these, individual, these organizations help us understand the challenges somebody who's going to college faces, somebody who's getting a job, working on a job, somebody who's living on her own or his own for the first time, right? And so we learn such things as the number one reason autistic adults get fired from a job is they often do not come back from breaks on time, 
the number one reason why someone going to college gets in trouble academically is they get so engrossed playing video games or whatever it is that they're doing at night and don't go to bed on time, right? So basic things like that. If we know that, we can build an app to kind of remind you of all kinds of things, right? It will help track what courses you're taking. And if you're in that course, when exams are, when essays are due, and in the run-up to exams and essays, um, we use a, an artificial intelligence-driven human avatar, right? All you know is she's Abby, right? And Abby will start asking you a question. How are you studying? How are you preparing to study? You want me to set a reminder, schedule some time to study, right? Or she'll remind you to go to bed whenever you want to set it, or come, it's five minutes until you have to be back at work from your break. It's time to start wrapping up. So those kinds of things are made available to help and support an adult as they go throughout their day. Again, for the exorbitant price of free. Well, that's great. Uh, Kundo is, first of all, I hope you come back and join us at other times. And uh, um, there's so much more to learn from you. And I really admire all the great work you're doing. Uh, keep it up. Is there anything else you would like to discuss today that we have not yet spoken about? No, I, I just like to summarize in, in the sense that what you guys stand for at Different Brains is exactly what I personally subscribe to, which is every single person is different, right? And if you can start to connect with each individual the way that they want to be connected to, start with them wherever they are, right? That's how you help every one of these individuals um, advance, learn, develop, and eventually have a meaningful life. But what that really means is that each person has a different brain, right? A different way of doing everything, right? So what you guys are doing is terrific and anything we can do to support it, um, we're game. Well, thank you very much. And we want to help you, not that you need help, whatever we can do at differentbrains.org. And I'm gonna look for fertile soil to collaborate with, uh, to help advance your whole agenda. Uh, Kang Do, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you today. Thanks for being with us Exploring on Exploring Different Brains. Different Brains. Different Brains. Right, terrific. Great to be with you today. Thanks for having me.